Hello, my name is Aziz and I'm the son of a divorced mother. She is really my superhero. That's why it's important for me to support women to share their uniqueness, their personalities, perspectives, and emotions about life. Too many women in this world feel alone. They worry about the judgment of others and they struggle with their mental health. But when they listen to the Rare Girls podcast where empowered women share their voices and tell their stories, many women will feel inspired to live a life of freedom and to overcome all insecurities. They will feel it is a safe space to find their confidence, to remember their unique beauty and to feel their self-worth. And they will connect with the sisterhood of rare girls who encourage their success and support their dreams. That's what this podcast is all about. My guest today is Mariam Umar. Mariam was born in the UAE. She has been residing here for 29 years and living in Dubai for more than 15 years. Her interests are in makeup, fashion, blogging, and dancing. Mariam, how are you today? What Hello, how are you? I'm feeling blessed, super positive, excited to know much more about you. So I'll begin with this nice first question, which is, Mariam, if your friends could describe your personality, what would they say about you? Um, My friends describe my personality like I'm very loud and bubbly. As you can hear me, I'm like loud. I'm caring, sensitive, outgoing. I do have a, like, I'm quite funny. Sometimes I don't even need to, like, you know, talk. My expressions or reactions or comments would, like, just make everyone laugh. I do have a serious side, but I just don't bring that out unless, like, it's a topic. It's, like, a serious topic and I need to be serious. Unless, like, when my parents talk to me, sometimes, like, with the serious topic, I just start laughing. I just don't know. Like, I always take everything so light because, like, you know, life is serious, so you just have to laugh at yourself. Thank you. Tell me a bit more about that. What makes you and allows you to see life in a light way when there are too many people taking it way too seriously? I mean, to be honest, I used to take life very seriously. And then there's been incidents and stuff like in my past that have changed my mindset a lot that I just would like to be more positive. And I don't want to like get into a negative space. So I would just laugh everything off. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Thank you so much for sharing that. Also, to know much more, you said you're bubbly, you're loud, and all that. There are women in this world who might worry, especially if they grew up in conservative cultures, what other people think, if they're too loud, and all that. How do you allow yourself to be loud without worrying about what other people think? And what's your advice to those women who might be reserving themselves because they think and their parents told them, oh, worry about what other people will think, etc.? Uh, that's a great question. Actually, like, I mean, it depends on the families and everything. So initially, um, I'm, I'm actually the like, um, it's me, my parents, of course, and then I have two siblings, one younger brother and one older sister. So I'm the middle child. So I'm actually the I'm the only bubbly one from the house. My mother's bubbly and then I'm bubbly. Like my sister and my brother, they're more like subtle. They like they do talk and have fun times and everything. But like with me, I've always been bubbly. So like I remember when I was still when I was much relatively younger, 
um like because i would be loud or laughing a lot of people wouldn't like that factor so it took me a lot of time to understand because in the culture they don't like how girls are like super bubbly or they laugh and everything but i mean alhamdulillah from my parents they never had that mindset that oh she shouldn't be herself so they've always let me be herself it's just like it depends like especially when i was younger i would filter myself more out and then as obviously time changes i would reduce that filter from time to time my parents obviously know who i am it's just i do have that filter around probably like other people like relatives extended so yeah that's pretty much it thank you for sharing that and so you as someone who has been living in the uae and in dubai is your experience of dubai mostly within relatives and people from similar culture as you or do you experience it from a lens of being someone who interacts with all nationalities goes to places from all backgrounds and so a lot more cosmopolitan in general did you like live the same as uh, your country but in a microcosm in a small neighborhood or small number of relations in dubai so you have like little pakistan or uh, little parts of asia that you are residing in or are you someone who's constantly exploring and you consider yourself um, a mix of mo- many cultures basically yeah i mean uh, my dad has been here since he's been 13 and my mom i mean when they got married my mom was 17 my dad was 23 so i've been yeah, born here and everything so initially when i we started it was just all around family it wasn't like a lot of friends it was just like my dad and work and then family so there wasn't a lot of like social life to be honest at that time um there would be like family friends and stuff or like it was yeah it was more like with the pakistani community but not that much it took basically when i started going to like uh school like back when i was still i started actually out in sharjah so I, and when i started in school i was more with the pakistani community like all my friends were pakistani or indian So yeah, I was more like in that mindset and in that community until I moved to Dubai which was maybe 2005 or 3 I think 2003 to 2005 I don't exactly remember the date. That's when I changed uh school so I went into a, a different school and that's where I met people uh with different cultures and diversity and then I started gelling with them. But yeah, it took it takes a long time to get out of like what you've always been in your comfort zone and then getting out of the comfort zone because it was like a lot of international students actually at the time in my school which was Emirates International there weren't a lot of Indians and Pakistanis there were very less but it was more of like the other cultures so i like wouldn't exactly say blend in or fit in with them but like it was it was different to communicate and it it opened my mind in a different way because obviously i used to thinking a certain way based on the pakistani community so it just changed my mindset a lot in in like middle school slash high school to see like other cultures and everything thank you that's very very interesting and now to focus a bit more on your interests and in particular makeup to you how did that fascination with makeup start and what do you love most about it is it 
like a art and you feel and uh, like an artist when you do it? Is it that you can look in any way you want and you can be any person you want? Or what about makeup makes you fascinated, interested, and have it as something that you consider as part of your life? So I've literally been obsessed with makeup from the time I remember. I used to, I, I remember my mom's lipsticks. I used to I mean, I guess eat them or break them or like go on the mirror and write things with them. So I've always been fascinated with makeup. Like even though my mom would just like she wouldn't she my mom's still not into makeup. She only has lipsticks till now. But I was obsessed with her lipsticks and I would always want to play with them. And obviously I wasn't allowed since I was very young. So when she wasn't around, I would just like ruin basically her lipsticks. So I've always had the fascination with makeup as I was growing older. Um, I remember I was like not allowed to wear makeup because I was like pretty young and my mom had the thing that oh you don't wear makeup right now when you're much older you can wear makeup so I've always had this fascination with makeup so I mean Instagram and fa like Facebook came much later Instagram came much later with like makeup tutorials and everything even YouTube so I've always liked makeup I, I feel like it's more of a canvas but for me, I feel like I want to enhance the features. I don't want to transform myself like through the makeup. I rather just enhance the features of like my eyes, the lips or the nose, the cheeks. So I rather like a, it's like kind of like an art therapy on your face. And I've done it to like I would do makeup on my mo mother or sister from time to time. So I just like for me, it feels like it's like my me time. And I feel like it's my happy place because I like. I've always loved makeup and it's been something that I like. And whenever I do it, I just feel happy. Like it takes me whatever time I'll do different looks. Every time my friends meet me, they've seen like I would always have a different eye look. I will never do the same thing or I'll maybe match the um, the eyeshadow or the eye, eye makeup with my clothes or I would contrast it. So it's always been like a fun part for me. That sounds absolutely great. And also dance is a huge interest of yours. You spoke earlier how you can be reserved around extended family and all that. Does it mean that you only dance at home? You only dance in the privacy of your own bedroom? Or do you go practice it more professionally when you go to uh, dance instructions or you can dance in front of strangers and you're not feeling shy about it? Can you share a bit more about how culturally you can dance freely? Where do you dance? Is it saved and reserved to specific places or you can dance anywhere you desire? Tell me a bit more. Also, what do you love about it? What makes you feel you enjoy it so much? I mean, dance, I don't do it professionally. I just do it for fun. I actually dance is a very big inspiration from my mother. She's an amazing dancer. And she will just like, it, she doesn't, well, we, we do it in public, but just like in weddings and stuff. I remember, um, obviously, my grandparents, my grandparents at the time before, they didn't like it because they were, they felt like, oh, girls shouldn't dance in public and stuff. So I've always, I've always remembered, especially my grandfather, not liking it in the past. So when I was younger, we were just avoided. But now I feel like my whole family, when there's a wedding, the first thing like we're so excited about are dance practices and how um, we like the choreography and whatever song. So we're very into that. But I feel like for me specifically, it it's, it started with my mother because she's always 
been into dancing and it's her safe place she would all she would only do it in weddings just family weddings you don't do it like, like publicly we'll just only do it in our secure or like happy place like if it's a family wedding or like a close friends wedding that's the only time we'll dance but we just want to keep that space for us and not like for public consumption yeah now i do post it on instagram on my stories but i'm like it's okay but yeah it's always been something that i love and i will do it at home if like i'm in the mood or like if i'm even with friends like we'll get together and we don't mind dancing but just like it depends on the environment like i just won't randomly start doing it it just needs to be like a safe space and if i feel comfortable then yeah i'll do it i don't do it professionally even though like i feel like um i should maybe get into the classes just for fun but then i just haven't got into that space to like go and maybe do that uh do the classes i mean i do it at home like with my mother my mother and i have very different styles she's very classic and i'm very like hip hop modern i don't mind doing the classic stuff but like i mean the steps and everything is like very hard for me to conquer because i feel like our eras are very different but yeah thank you and you as a woman who's constantly being feminine you are someone who models and you have to take care of your look and also compare yourself to how other women look nowadays there are a lot of girls who are growing up and watching other women who are maybe photoshopped or comparing themselves to instagram girls and feeling ugly did you go through that phase or struggle with comparing yourself to how other women look and what's your advice to those women so that they find their unique beauty i feel like yeah for me this this part has been in my life like from the beginning so when i actually moved to a different school in dubai i was bullied over my weight so i was overweight that was the, one of the first things that i you know like looked different than the other girls so i was bullied over that and many girls used to be skinny at the time and i was just like i guess like yeah overweight so i was always compared and still like before like social media was there facebook was there so that was like you know you would see other people and you would feel insecure so i've always had that because i was bullied i wasn't bullied before and that was one of my first experiences there um and then like sometimes you know how like as a joke maybe some a member of the family they can nickname you based on the weight and they don't realize how it impacts your confidence as a teenager i'm still i was still like maybe uh, yeah i was 12 or 13 at the time so they don't realize how my self esteem would hurt i know they didn't have an ill will but sometimes the words really matter and you have to be careful because you don't want to pass that kind of stuff onto anybody and you don't want them ever to feel in that zone where they feel insecure about themselves because everyone's beautiful in their own way it's just like instagram like with now these days with instagram the i mean photoshop or you know procedures or whatever see it's okay to do whatever like filters and everything there's no judgment ever but then you need to be very raw and open about these things people are not open about these things and the pressure of beauty now especially these days it's come to a very different standard it's all about the lips and cheeks and your weight and having a certain body type fillers or surgeries it's always about the physical form than the internal form like it's everyone's choice to do whatever they like of course but 
it would it would you know stem insecurity to the younger generation people especially women and men of course they need to feel good in their own skin if they're gonna see instagrams like don't get me wrong it's happened to me like i would feel low at times and because i've been bullied about my weight it's actually never let me go i would still be insecure about it but then i'm just like i mean my grandmother had a certain body type my mother has a certain body type i have the same certain body too so i'm like there's some things that i cannot change unless like i do a procedure but i don't think that's the question or the answer for anything like one of my idols um is huda katan she's so transparent as a woman she talks about her struggles in every way and i remember where she talked about how the beauty industry needs to accept every woman and sizes and shapes and like not having filters or photoshop like she would she was very raw about it so i feel like a woman in that platform when she talks about things like this then obviously it inspires everyone i feel like women like all women are beautiful they have their own choices they can do whatever they want but to be honest i've always hated my nose i would always tell my mom as a joke that i would love to do a nose job but if i actually think about it then i'm like i don't want to do anything like that it's a very like spiritual thing like god has given you these looks then why do you want to change it like okay for some people they want to do it and fix like fix it or they want to feel happy and that's good for them but i feel like women really need to be comfortable in their own skin 100% i agree with you so much mariam and thank you for sharing that and to know more to what are your next goals what are you considering constantly in 2024 do you have anything in mind that you're working on and how does that go in a city like dubai where there is so much competition i mean i agree dubai dubai is a place of opportunities but yes competition at the same time so you always have to be on your toes for everything i mean uh for one of my goals actually i i'm working with my father uh, we own a trading uh business we've been here for over 40 years um the company is called mohammed ibrahim haji it was it started with my grandfather actually and then um uh, the sons like my um uncles and my dad joined and then they they expanded it to a, a greater horizon so we've been doing like um import and export of building materials like in the last 40 years in the GCSC and uh, other parts of the world my other i guess um focus is i guess yeah content creation instagram i need to like get on with that too i've always like had things that has prolonged um that part so that is one other part that i really need to focus on other than that i don't plan so vigorously because you know plans change all the time and at times before i used to plan a lot and i used to get disappointed when things did not work out so i would always now have a plan b and if things don't happen i just don't want to beat myself down to it i rather navigate on like two different alternatives if my plan a doesn't work if there are certain plans that i have to have to do then i will work on it and i will work on how to execute it i mean it doesn't always succeed to be honest like it would fail many times but then i know i do get the result like patience is something that i'm still learning in this this part but i would want everything done fast but i know like 
patience and failures is how I get to that. So nothing comes overnight. So these are right now my plans to ex expand my dad's business and focus on content creation. Thank you. And if someone could be curious about how Mariam spends her day, when do you start your day? Are you a morning person? Are you a night owl? How do you take care of your body and self when you are stressed? How uh, do you take care of work? How do you spend time with family and friends? If you could describe your typical routine in Dubai so that people get a glimpse into your lifestyle. To be honest, I don't have a typical routine every time. I do have like different things that happen. So I'm a morning person and I could be a night owl. It just depends like how the routine is going. I'll have to alternate and manage myself. So morning work, I'll go straight to work. My head office is in Sharjah. I'll, uh, even though I do have offices in Dubai, Rasakaima, Umalkoin, um, but I'll prefer to go to my head office, which is in Sharjah. So I'm around the team and I have like everything is already set out for the day. I will go to the other places depending on what I have to do. After, I guess, work, um, I would like go and work out because whatever mentally stressed, whatever I get from work, I rather just go and work it out in the gym and throw it all there before coming home and just spending time with my family. And probably on weekends, then it's more like depends on friends or family. I'll go out, I'll do content creation, I'll sit at home, I'll be working on something. So there's always like I don't have a typical routine, but this is how my usually routine is from time to time. Thank you. I appreciate that so much. And to finish this, if you could think of something that you think other women should hear in order for them to be able to increase their success or something you learned recently, or you try to remember that as advice, it would be something that more women will benefit from. I think with women, there are a lot of lessons that I've learned, like I can talk about, I can be very raw, I can talk about my divorce and anxiety, that's one part of it. I know a lot of women maybe have anxiety or they've gone through a divorce or maybe it's a bad marriage, I don't know. I can talk about that kind of stuff uh, in the sense if they have, see, success is a very profound thing for me. So it doesn't have to be just work, it could be anything, it could be successful, marriage it could be like mental health so for me specifically what i've learned in my past that i've prioritized my mental health and once you succeed that in life then you can succeed anything you'll be better at work you'll be better at your like relationships family everything um initially my mental health took a toll when i was still married i went through a divorce I felt I was completely alone, isolated. I pushed everyone I didn't care about, like I cared about. Um, I didn't even realize I wasn't having anxiety for so long until I just never felt happy. Um, if I was like just sitting, my heartbeat was shooting really high and I'm just like, I'm on a resting pace. Like I'm not even doing anything. I, I would have multiple breakdowns. I'd be crying for hours and I would not get relief. Sometimes I would just sit in the car like just coming from work i'd be crying and then i would just sit in the parking lot not even going upstairs and i would just just cry and cry just not understand like what was happening with me emotionally mentally so i feel like a lot of women need to take care of their mental health because that comes before anything if they're not sought out like mentally then success is something that comes 
with a ladder. You need to like have your own self. Like you're not always put together. You're obviously human. So it's part of life. Like up and up and downs comes and any point of success could be like, like I said, with anything they're doing, it's just not, I'm not talking about like jobs or like money in that sense. It's just a whole profound thing. But um, if there's any way women um, could sort themselves out mentally, if they don't want like a therapist, I, I'll be honest, I went to therapy. I did therapy and I was feeling better. I was in a very toxic environment, so I didn't understand like what was happening. Um, I was never put on medication, to be honest, because I just wanted to like, initially I was ashamed to even do therapy. I feel like that's such a taboo thing, unfortunately, in culture to seek help. But Alhamdulillah, my parents were very supportive and they said, like, we feel like you do need help. And I just had the courage to get um, therapy. And obviously, I've had good days and bad days. It's it's taken me a lot of time to get to this place, Alhamdulillah. So not everything's come, not everything comes fast, comes fast. Getting out of my comfort zone, like maybe people could, women or anyone, men too, if they can feel um insecure about something or they're like they're not mentally okay and getting out of their comfort zone like I was honestly I was going through my divorce and my news was out and I was attending weddings of families and friends and you know people usually sit at home and they're like crying don't get me wrong I've had that phase too I would sit at home and not face people but uh, there was a point where I'm like why am I hiding I didn't do anything wrong I need to accept this part of my, like this this part of my life that it's not worked out and I don't need to be ashamed of anything I just need to get out of the situation I, I'm sure a lot of people have bad situations and they have to somehow get out of it and in the end for for what I've learned no matter who you have around your sur surroundings your parents your loved ones family you are the person who's gonna get out of the situation yeah people can help you but people are not going to be there all the time like for me I had to learn that the hard way like I had to make sure that I need to get out of the situation I need to process things better mentally and whatever helped I mean I did I did the conventional therapy where I talked to a therapist for like three four months and then if people are not comfortable with that there's a lot of other types of things that help I mean there's dancing that can help for people that helped me for a phase two after I felt better I even did art therapy so there's no conventional things there's just like for me it's more like whatever makes anyone happy they should do that they should not stop themselves or filter themselves for other people they just need to have I don't give up F attitude in life pretty much I do still struggle with anxiety to be honest and stuff like I do have my own struggles everyone struggles right maybe they show it they don't show it um I do struggle so for me um I will work out makeup is one of my things that's my happy place like I've said before but I feel like people should really acknowledge the mental health and all of these other factors in order to succeed like if you're just gonna like if you're just gonna be focused on work or whatever you're doing and you're not mentally okay because a lot of people have that part then they're not gonna succeed in life you need to make sure like you're okay in every way and whatever you want to do just makes you happy that's it
Thank you so much, Mariam. It was my privilege and my honor to have you here to share your voice and your story. I wish you to keep going, to elevate yourself, to take care of your mental health. And thank you so much for participating. Thank you so much for having me. I loved, uh, I loved that we have done this podcast together. Mm-hmm.